0: For our scripture reading, I invite you to turn to Proverbs chapter 1, Proverbs 1, I'll be reading verses 1 to 9, we you're using a pew Bible, that can be found on page 625. 1, beginning at verse 1. Let us now hear God's word. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hear, my son, your father's instruction. And forsake not your mother's teaching. For they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. As For the reading of God's word, let's ask his blessing in a time of prayer. Father in heaven... Proverbs say that every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Do not add to His words, lest He rebuke you and you be found a liar. O Father, may we hold true to the Word of God, the infallible, inerrant, authoritative
1: Word of God. For indeed, Your Word is true,
0: and Your Word is life. And so we pray that by the power of the Spirit, you would apply this holy word to our lives and hearts and minds. So that we not only hear, but walk in a manner worthy of the calling. That we hear and heed the word of God. Looking to Jesus, who is the true wisdom of God. The way, the truth, and the life. In his name we pray. Amen. Congregation of Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Wisdom means skill. That is the skill to apply knowledge of the truth to everyday life. In fact, it can be said that the Proverbs are the application of the Torah, the five books of Moses, or actually the whole Old Testament scriptures. And that's how Israel looked at the Proverbs. They saw it as the practical application of the Torah, of the law. You want to know what it means to love God and love your neighbor? Look at it concretely through the Proverbs. The Proverbs also contain conventional wisdom, which applies to all human beings. For example... You may have heard this verse the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Or slothfulness casts into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. That's conventional wisdom. That's applied to every human being. You don't work? Well, you're not going to have money and put food on the table. Common wisdom, conventional wisdom. Because God is the all-wise God. He is the Creator, the creator of all nature, natural law. He's the creator of all things visible and invisible. and embedded in all these things in creation is His law, His general revelation of himself, but special revelation as well, as we see it in the Holy Scriptures. So it's much more than conventional wisdom. Because as we read at verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And then he goes on to say at verse 8, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. So wisdom is going to take on the form of a mother and father. You see, in the Proverbs 2, wisdom is personified. Which means wisdom speaks. Wisdom, an inanimate thing, speaks as if it's a person. And it could also be said that the father and mother's instruction or teaching is God Himself speaking. So you have God speaking, you have wisdom speaking, you have uh, parents speaking. But all coming from one source the Creator,
1: God Himself.
0: Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Well, it's Mother's Day. And so we're going to look at the last half of this. A wise mother instructs her child first in the fear of the Lord. In the fear of the Lord. See, before I get to the command, forsake not, I want to first explain what the instruction is. You see there in the translation... Hear, my son, your father's instruction, forsake not your mother's teaching. Why do I have a mother's instruction? Well, the word for instruction, a father's instruction, is a word that's used for discipline or correction. Now, when you instruct a child when they disobey, discipline is instruction. So it's a legitimate translation. But behind the idea of instruction in our translation here, a father's instruction, is the idea of Correction. When they go astray, you're correcting them, instructing instructing them into the right path. But when he says forsake not a mother's teaching, we can translate it instruction in the sense of law. Because the word there is a mother's Torah.
1: A mother's law, a
0: mother's teaching, a mother's instruction. (coughs) Children, you know your mother's law in the home? Your mother has laws.
1: A wise mother
0: instructs her child in the fear of the Lord. And a father corrects a wayward child through discipline. That doesn't mean that the mother doesn't discipline. (coughs) The mother certainly disciplines. But the emphasis here is on the mother's instruction in the home with the child. The Bible urges the discipline of children, especially from fathers, And it instructs mothers to instruct children to fear the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Child, fear the Lord. Fear means a humble submission to the Lord creator, the Lord your God. That's what fear is. Fear also means an awesome terror. But in the Proverbs, when we speak of fear, we're talking about a humble submission, a reverent awe of the Lord. And so a mother instructs, a wise mother instructs her child in the fear, the humble submission of the Lord. Son, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Because true knowledge and understanding about the world, true knowledge and understanding about life and death, true knowledge about good and evil, true knowledge about who God is and what He has done comes from God Himself. And we submit, submit yourself under the lordship of your God in reverence and awe.
1: Therefore, it's imperative
0: that we humbly and reverently submit to the Lord in all things to walk in the way of the wise. Son, you want to be wise. Fear the Lord, because that's where it starts.
1: Children, your moms,
0: they instruct you, they point you to Jesus, they point you to your God. Why? Because that's where it starts.
1: That's where it starts. That's a wise mother.
0: The Lord is the starting point in all matters pertaining to life and godliness. And a wise mother instructs her child in that way. In the home, she feeds into the life of her child, nourishes the child, the bread of life, who is Jesus. Begins in the home. And today there's an attack on families. There's a fight. There's a spiritual battle going on. So mothers, fight for your children. Fight for your children. Fight, fight, fight. Fight in prayer. Fight in instruction. Fight, fight, fight.
1: Not with swords or
0: graffiti or beatings or mobs, but fight in prayer. Fight in words
1: of truth. Fight for them. Pointing them to the fear of the Lord,
0: and choose this day, taking the words of Joshua, choose this day who you will serve. Isn't that appropriate for us today? Those very words in Joshua chapter twenty-four. As for me and my house, Mom, say this: As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will fear the Lord. I'm going to instruct my child in the Lord because He is the only starting point for all wisdom and
1: knowledge and understanding.
0: A wise mother instructs in the fear of the Lord and she does so because God is the all-wise God and His Son is the true wisdom of God. Secondly, a wise mother instructs her child in the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the wisdom of God incarnate in the flesh. Who cries out. When you read the Proverbs, wisdom cries out. You 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 can say that Christ is calling out. When you hear in the Proverbs that wisdom cries out, Christ is calling out because he is the embodiment, the very incarnation of wisdom himself in the flesh. That is truly astonishing, a biblical, profound truth. Colossians chapter 2, Paul says, For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding, and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom, listen, listen, in whom, are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And I say this, says Paul, I say this in order that he says this for the purpose that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. A wise mother instructs in the fear of the Lord and a wise mother instructs in the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus. Son, you want to know true wisdom? You want to know how to truly apply God's word to your life? Look to the true wisdom of God who is Jesus Christ. A life
1: pleasing to God. A life of faith. A life of hope. A life of love. <coughs> wisdom.
0: Wisdom. In the New Testament is revealed to be a person. And you want wisdom, it requires
1: a relationship with a person.
0: In the Proverbs, wisdom is personified. In the New Testament Scriptures, wisdom is a person. Do you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? In that, what I mean by that,
1: is He your Lord and Savior. Do you belong to him? Is he your wisdom? Be thou my vision, be thou my vi- wisdom. Because in instructing
0: your children, mothers, in the wisdom of Christ, in the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus, you're instructing them truly in the word of God. Because who is Jesus? He is the Word who became flesh. He is the very self-revelation of God, who is the very wisdom of God, who is the very Word of God, the very communication of God our Father.
1: And then you think about
0: what your children will be going into, into this world. Are they armed? Are they ready? Are they prepared? Are they watchful? A wise mother instructs them to prepare them to walk in this wisdom.
1: Fear Jesus, child, and find true knowledge
0: and understanding. Then you will learn what it means to keep every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Every thought captive to the obedience of Christ who is the wisdom of God. You see, the Proverbs makes it a point to distinguish between the wise and the fool. Now, the fool is not name-calling. not name-calling. The fool is one who is morally corrupt or bankrupt. That's what the fool refers to. The fool is one who hears but does not heed. The one who hears and rejects. He rejects his father's correction. When a father corrects a child to go in the right way, the way of Christ, the way of faith, the, father goes the, or the son goes the opposite way. When the mother instructs in the home, the son says, nah, I don't think so. goes the opposite way. That's the fool. He's morally bankrupt, morally corrupt. And the Proverbs makes a clear distinction between the two. And so when a mother wisely instructs a child to walk in the wisdom of God in Christ, they're calling the child to, to build their house upon the rock. To build their house on the rock. You remember what Jesus says about the wise man and the foolish man? What does the foolish man do? He builds his house on sand. But what does the wise man do? He builds his house on the rock. On a firm foundation. He builds his house on Christ's word. Which
1: is the very wisdom of God.
0: Wise mother instructs her child in the fear of the Lord. In the wisdom of God in Christ. And thirdly, a wise mother instructs her child to run from sin. And herein lies the, the warning in the mother's instruction here. The mother's teaching. Look with me at verse 10 and following. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie and wait for blood. Let us ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive and whole. Like those who go down to the pit... We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. For their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy or un- for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. A wise mother and father instructs her child to run flee from evil
1: flee from sin.
0: Seek what is good child. The good is the commandments of God. Love God and love neighbor. Listen to your mother's instruction. He your mother's instruction do not take life do not harm life the proverb says here the instruction to the son do not harm life do not take it do not covet your neighbor's property do not be arrogant at heart there's a command see this is the law of God applied to the child of God to the wise child or person The wise mother's instruction warns her child of the peril of sin. Not only to flee from it, to run from it, but also to warn of the consequences of it. Because it's a life or death matter. It can be a life or death matter physically. It can be a life or death matter
1: spiritually. Boys and girls, how do you receive your mother's instruction When they're trying to
0: instruct you, instruct you concerning a particular sin or a potential for things to get out of hand, where the consequences could be devastating and hurtful and harmful to you and to others, how do you receive instruction from your mothers?
1: Do you think they're trying to torment you, make your life miserable?
0: how about we try thinking maybe that they have our best interests in mind and that they love us and that they've walked the walk, so to speak, and know from experience the peril of running to sin and the consequences of it. How do you receive it, children? This is a serious question I'm asking you. Young children, teenagers, young adults,
1: How do you receive your mother's instruction? Are you able to humble yourself and receive it?
0: A wise mother instructs her child to run from sin. Because this is a a kind of piggyback of last Sunday evening. This is a kindness. It's not only the love of a mother that moves them to do it, but it's a kindness.
1: It's a kindness.
0: A wise mother instructs her child in the fear of the Lord. A wise mother instructs her child in the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus. A wise mother instructs her child to run from sin. A wise mother, fourthly, instructs her child with her life the way she models the Christian faith. Oftentimes, it's not what a mom says, but what a mom does that impacts. Children, the way a mother worships, prays, serves the Lord, serves the family, loves. The way she submits to her Lord. At the end of Proverbs 31, the book concludes with the ideal exemplary wife and mother. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Notice I say the ideal exemplary mother and wife. See, the reality is, the reality is, children, and your parents know this very well, they're sinners. They're not perfect.
1: Are you hearing me, children? Parents, we're not perfect.
0: It's kind of a relief, actually, after hearing the... The call of the wise woman knowing that, wow, I can't measure up to this. I am not perfect. Therefore, be patient with your mother and her shortcomings, because they're certainly patient with you. I think of the catechism, question and answer 104. On the question, what does it mean to honor your father and your mother? And part of the answer is, and also that I be patient with their failings. For by their hand, God wills to rule over us. They too need God's forgiveness. They too need God's mercy. They too seek God's help and wisdom
1: to do what God has called them to do. Understand that we all battle with sin daily. Your mothers battle with sin daily.
0: And they too have to go to Jesus. They too need to seek forgiveness and mercy. Children and even grown adults
1: may attribute much blame to their mothers or on their mothers And perhaps there was a difficult upbringing,
0: and I don't want to minimize that, nor should we. Some have grown up in dysfunctional homes, some have grown up in no-parent homes. I don't know if you know this, but in Jasper County,
1: a very significant problem in this county is a no-parent household. There are single mother households. These are very real things that, are, that exist in this world. How do we respond to that? How do we respond to that?
0: I want to look into that a little bit with you this morning. See, a wise son holds fast to his mother's instructions. How do we we consider that and reflect upon that when we see this all around? Notice with me at at the verse again, verse 8. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Now the command. Now the command. It's, It's actually a plea. A plea. Hear, my son, your father's instruction and forsake not your mother's teaching. A father and mother in the home is not a guarantee that a child will be wise and not a fool. Forsake not your mother's teaching. This is a call to the son or daughter. Forsake not. How is it that a child... Children who grow up in a home, a Christian home.
1: (coughs) Same love, same parents, same instruction. And there's a Jacob Esau situation. One goes to the way of the fool and one goes to the way of the wise. you have to understand that Proverbs
0: are not a guarantee. They are principles, generalizations. They are callings to heed wisdom, but they are not guarantees that it will happen. Because that's why you have this plea. Child, here is wisdom. Forsake it not. In other words, heed fast my instruction This is what happens when you don't heed the word of God. This is what happens when you don't trust in Christ.
1: For example, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Use the example I just mentioned. How is it that one child can go astray and one not? A wise
0: son eats fast his mother's instruction, forsaking not his mother's teaching, fearing the Lord, trusting in the Lord, heeding the words of his mother and father, moving to the course of faith, a life that leads to life eternal in Christ. A wise son, a wise son, heats fast his mother's instructions.
1: I want to conclude with a couple points of application
0: and follow up on what I mentioned earlier about mother being, being particularly hard for some, bless, blessing for other, others. First of all, Mother's Day, yeah, is the most difficult day for some due to abandonment or dysfunction. And these are times where you need to pray and ask God for help and healing. Ask Jesus for wisdom and grace to bring peace to your past. Bring peace, perhaps, with your mother. If it's a difficult day for you, understand and reflect upon the calling of a mother. And here's a particular point I want to make, an important one I want to make.
1: Mothers are a blessing. And for some, mothers have made it hard on some children growing up. But I will say this, that mothers are stewards. And why do I say that? Mothers are stewards. You belong to God.
0: Your mother is a steward. Does that not help you understand and reflect upon then how you can then move forward if you had a difficult, dysfunctional upbringing in a home, knowing that God is Father and like a mother, He comforts Perfectly, He brings wholeness and healing perfectly. Our mothers are stewards. And yes, some did not grow up knowing the Lord, or maybe were unbelievers, but did the best they could. But they were just
1: stewards. God. God, through Christ, is our Father, and He is like our Mother in the sense He comforts us and nurtures us and blesses us. Secondly,
0: children, the Lord commands honor your Father and your Mother. Honor your father and your mother. Honor your mother because she has been called by God to exercise authority over you, to nourish you, encourage you, to instruct you. And when you get older, when we get older, the nature of our relationship with our adult mothers, our adult parents changes. We take on different responsibilities. What does that look like when you're an adult and you have elderly parents? I'm thankful that... Many of you know the family relationship I grew up in. But I'm thankful that in my family, I was taught to respect and honor my mother and father. I saw my parents model, taking care of my grandparents in the home, taking care of their needs. And now, with elderly parents doing the same The nature of the relationship changes, but the command stands honor your father and your mother.
1: Thirdly, and this is an important one, and it's so unique to the Christian fellowship and community. Christian,
0: you have spiritual mothers. It can be said that the church is a spiritual mother and nourishes, and equips
1: you. You grew up not having a mother. You have plenty of mothers in here. This is so important.
0: Honor and love women in the church. There's something truly rich and profound about this point. Because in Jesus' family, here are my mother's, father's, Brothers and sisters. Do you remember Jesus saying that? Jesus, your mother's looking for you. Who are my mother? Who's my mother and who are my brothers and sisters? Right here. Right here. How about when Jesus was on the cross? What did he say to to John, to his disciple? Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Jesus' mother became John's spiritual mother. The Apostle Paul in Romans says, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord. Greet also his mother, who has been a mother to me as well. We have spiritual mothers that we can respect, love, and honor. And I encourage you, senior saints, elderly women, older women, this is a calling placed upon you, older women, encouraging, mentoring, instructing younger women, younger men. This was such a profound point in, in my early Christian walk. A young a, a woman named Marlis. Marlis was a vibrant woman of God. She loved Christ, she was a wonderful musician. She loved to worship the Lord. Very knowledgeable about the Bible. I got to know her when I first became a believer, and she was my spiritual mother. I didn't grow up with Christian instruction. I didn't grow up in the fear of the Lord. I didn't grow up in the in the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus. I didn't grow up to be instructed to flee from sin, run from it. But I had spiritual mothers, and I had spiritual fathers.
1: And then help understand and work through the things of the past in the home. And help see parents not what you want them to be, but what they need to be. People who need Jesus.
0: It's easy for children to point the finger. That's the easy thing. The hard thing is to pray and ask, Lord, bless my mom. Help me to love her, cherish her, honor her in both word and deed.
1: Help her to grow
0: in faith because they're not unlike you and me. They need the same things we need. They have the same struggles we have.
1: They need the love of Christ. They need
0: the hope of the gospel to help bring them peace. So how can we children bless our mothers?
1: Consider that, children. Consider that daily, because for us Christians, every day is Mother's Day. Every day is Mother's Day. Amen. Let's pray.
0: Oh gracious God and Father, we thank you that the gospel
1: of Jesus Christ Helps us, enables us, reveals to us
0: how to be reconciled with you, our Father, and how to be reconciled with one another. Your gospel, O Lord,
1: teaches and instructs us how to understand our parents, our children,
0: and their needs. And how we all need sanctifying grace. How we all need mercy.
1: For we are all sinners. We are not perfect. And we need your grace, O oh Lord, to help us to hold fast
0: to wise instruction to walk the narrow path. We need your Spirit to apply the Word of God to our hearts and minds so that we, O Lord, truly honor our Father and Mother, honor those who are in positions of authority over us. We pray for healing in families that you would grant blessing upon mothers and children.
1: We pray, O oh Lord, for reconciliation. We pray for repentance where there needs to be forgiveness. We pray, O oh Lord, for children to rise up and honor mothers
0: As we see in this present evil age, a generation of hatred toward authority,
1: particularly parents. Oh, Father, we pray. We pray that you would help us to understand wisdom, the wisdom of your word. By learning and understanding who Christ is. And what he has done for us in the cross of Christ.
0: And all that means for us.
1: In our relationships. In our communication. In our interactions with one another. In our homes. With family members and friends. Oh
0: Father, help us, we pray. Be thou our vision. Be thou our wisdom. In Jesus' name.